Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to the Victorious Liberty Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin McSpadden. I want you to imagine that God himself walked up to you and handed you a penny. If that happened, would you take that penny and throw it away just because you think, hey, it's just a penny, it's not worth much? Or would you treasure it and hold on to it and lean in to see exactly what it was that God wanted you to accomplish with that seemingly insignificant little gift? Well, that's exactly what we're going to explore tonight, is that a lot of people, as we talked about last week in our episode, tend to look at what God put in them and not truly and fully value it. But if we can learn to accept what God gave us, to honor it, to treat it as if it really is a treasure, then God can use what other people might see as insignificant in ways that go far beyond what you might imagine. And I have a special bonus tonight. If you've been enjoying the music on the Victorious Liberty podcast, tonight we have with us the young man who is composing that music, and he's going to share with us about how to honor what it is that God has put inside you and to allow him to use that for his glory. That's right, Colvin Griffith is going to be here with us tonight, and I'm excited for you to hear what he has to say about honoring the gifts that God has put in you. Let's jump in. So as I said, ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure tonight to introduce you to a friend of mine that I see using what God has put in him, and you've already been introduced to him, you just didn't know it. This is my friend Colbin Griffith, live with us tonight. Colbin, how are you doing this evening? Doing pretty good, Kevin. I'm glad to be here. And you know, I'm really glad to have you here. This is the very first interview of the Victorious Liberty podcast, and I couldn't have picked anybody better. Colbin, I just want you to tell us a little bit about who you are so that people listening can get a feel for that, and then we'll get into what it is that God has put in you that is genuinely special. So can you just tell us a little bit about who are you, what do you do, what are you into? Just introduce yourself to the folks out there. So my name is Colbin Griffith. And I make the music for the podcast, as he's already said. And I just also, I make music on the side, kind of primarily. That's my main hobby. Uh, I also am into like photography and some graphic design stuff. So I just kind of like to have a foot in everything that I can and that I'm interested in. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it about me. And so one of the things too I want to bring up is you're 19 years old. And yet, you are a sincere follower of Jesus. Like, there's no doubt that anybody who knows you, like, he's a central part of everything that you do. Tell us a little bit about your faith walk and where you are in following after him. So, for me, Jesus, like, back whenever I was a kid, uh, I didn't really care a whole lot about um, the church that I was in. And I just kind of, you know, went there. It was more of a religious thing. But ever since, uh, I've learned to know Jesus in a more relational way and have seen him more as a friend, as a father. Uh, it's become such a big part of my life that at this point, I don't really know what I would do without it. It's kind of my guiding line for almost everything I do, how I treat people, how I uh, think about the world, and how I see the world. And I couldn't have said it better myself. I think for people who know you personally, they recognize that there's something genuine 
just about who you are, how he has created you. And I know that that is a big part of your music. And so let's talk about that for a minute. You, you make some really interesting and unique music, and it's been my privilege to get to have that as a part of this podcast. So I want to start with this question making some really cool unique sounds out of all these options i want you to tell us a little bit about your music and especially your composing process how do you go about creating these amazing sounds and deciding you know what am i gonna do how do you how do i put this all together so tell us a little bit about that uh, that's a good question because like with with having all these vsts and electronic capabilities that you have on your computer you know we have more technology and sounds in in a laptop today than most people did 30 years ago in an entire studio and so it does get kind of overwhelming but for me I always hear before I make a song I always hear a certain sound or like a riff and so if it's a synthy if it's a really synthy riff then I go looking for a synth and I normally just look around until I find one it's kind of process of elimination sometimes I know exactly what I want I know exactly which which synth I want what drums I want that sort of thing but most of the time I just go and play around until I find something that I like and that sounds pretty close to it and so you can sit there for probably hours searching through these different sounds until you find the one that you said was kind of there now this is interesting you said I hear this sometimes like for you, do you feel like that's just something that's your imagination or, or where does that come from for you? For me, I feel like most of it comes from the Lord. And even if it doesn't, even if it isn't directly placed in my mind from the Lord, it's him working through my imagination. So a good example is on my song Drop, which is on uh, my last album that I released. I had made the entire song but for the drop I didn't really have anything so then one day I was working at uh, Bahama Bucks I was at my job and I was like making a snow cone or something and then all of a sudden I just like heard the drop I heard the exact like pattern and notes that I wanted it to be and so I went in the back and recorded it on my voice memos on my phone so that I'd remember it and then when I got back home I immediately went to uh, my digital audio workstation and found the sound that I was looking for and that became the drop that it is today. So the end result obviously is really cool and, and there's a lot of variety in your music. You can listen to one song and, and hear a certain feel and a certain sound and then the next one may have some similarities but it's really completely different. And so there's a wide, to me, there's a wide array of experiences that people can have what are you hoping that people will feel or experience as they are listening to your music? For me, I always, I, I like to call my music canvas music. So I, that's part of the reason why I don't put any lyrics or anything on it is because I want people to kind of hear the music and use it for whatever they think it fits. So some of my music I think fits really nicely for studying or for working. But then another person might hear it and think, oh, this would be really good in the background of like a party or some movie scene or a podcast, for example. A podcast? I wonder who would do that. I know, right? So, yeah, it's stuff like that, pretty much. Well, and even for me, I'll tell you that there have been some of your songs, or at least portions of it, that have been soundtracks for my prayer life. And I know that that's not necessarily your explicit purpose, but at the same time, when you're creating these sounds, do you feel that in some ways you are releasing something that God put in you 
So it's reasonable to expect that somebody could encounter God in what you create. For sure. I always, I always say all my music is worship music in a way. I, I, all the time before I release anything that I create, I always pray over it and I ask that the Lord would use it for however he wants it to be used. And if people want to use it for worshiping, then that's great. And if they want to use it in the background, that's great. But I always make it with the mindset of, I want this to glorify the Lord and for me and anyone else listening to it to uh, hear his influence and have fun while listening to it at the end of the day as well. Yeah. And so on that, I, I do want to bring this up that you don't really go out of your way to try to cram scriptures into your songs or like preach a, a Jesus message at the end of drop, for example. I think that is there for people who are really listening for it. But why don't you try to cram? I guess I shouldn't say cram. Why don't you try to put more of that explicitly into your music or to you? Do you even feel like that's a necessity? Uh, for me, I don't feel like it's a necessity necessarily. I always hear the influence of Holy Spirit in various types of music, whether it's secular or whether it's worship. I believe that he moves on people, whether they know it or not, and that his influence can be heard in even some of the things that are not necessarily geared towards worshiping or or proclaiming the name of Jesus. So for me, I don't ever try to well, like you were saying, cram a verse or a, a teaching or like, a, oh, Jesus is great, Jesus is good type deal in there because I feel like if, if people are listening enough, then they'll already hear the Lord glorified in the sounds that I make in the way that they use them and the way that I do use them. Well, and I agree. And like we were talking about earlier, it, there's something a little bit artificial about trying to do that and just doing it because you think you're supposed to, as opposed to saying, this is what God put in me, and I'm doing it to the best of my ability, and I believe he's being glorified by that. You know, he, he doesn't need our artificial gestures, and I think, honestly, Colbin, he probably sees right through those things, and he recognizes they're fake, and I think people out in the world can recognize fake from a mile away. And so, to you, the importance of being real and genuine in what you create outweighs the necessity to try to, you know, put the, the Jesus flag on something, Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. But at the same time, it's not that we're ashamed of that name. Mm -hmm. No, not at all. Yeah, I would, you know, I don't necessarily explicitly put it out there, not because I'm ashamed to put it out there, but just because I feel like it, it forces people to search for Jesus. It forces people to use their own imagination and to hear Holy Spirit rather than hearing a scripture that they've heard a thousand times preached to them just over a dubstep beat. And, you know, at the same time, if you ever were to feel led to create something that's more explicitly Christian in content, you wouldn't shy away from that. No, I wouldn't shy away from that at all. I would love to make something more, uh, you know, something with lyrics, more more traditional type worship music. Uh, I used, growing up in Church of Christ, one thing that I really did like was hymns. And I would love to do like a rendition of a hymn one day and see if I could upload it, but with a more modern feel to it. I would love to do something like that. And so, yeah, I think to kind of sum up, you're, you're creating really interesting, really moving music. And that through that, you're basically giving God the opportunity to speak to people 
whether you're trying to, to put the words in it or not. So in other words, you're not putting words in God's mouth. Right. Yeah. And so I also want my listeners and everybody who hears this to know that, that music is not the only thing that God put in you. Now, you're definitely honoring that. You're definitely pursuing that. But can you tell us a little bit about the other things that you do, your other creative activities, or just what is it that God has put in you that you're actively pursuing? Mm-hmm. Well, like you said, music is the primary one. That's the one that I put most of my attention and my resources into. But I also enjoy uh, photography. I haven't broken out the camera in a long time. I really want to, but... I love going around and taking photos of stuff. I really enjoy the smaller, finer details. So I'll take pictures of maybe a little flower that's off a, off like a path or something like that. Or I took one picture where I zoomed in really closely to a tree so you could see all the definition on this um, just strand of bark that was stick, uh, sticking out. And I really enjoy doing stuff like that. And I feel like you can really see the Lord and his... Uh, the details that he loves to put into everything with a camera in ways that you couldn't necessarily see if you were looking at it head on. And I personally think that's amazing because I am the Walmart disposable camera photographer myself, and I just kind of shoot at the general thing I'm trying to remember versus making those decisions. And so even in that, you're, you're showing how God can put himself on display in what some people might view as very simple and commonplace things. And that's been kind of the point that I'm emphasizing through this series that we're in now is how the Lord really does put things in people that he views as special. And I think it's a tragedy that we overlook it or downplay it because things like music, photography, baking, even just loving and serving the people in your life, those are all ways that God is reaching out and trying to put his love on display. And I just, I feel it's a tragedy that people miss that. And so I want to end on this tonight, Colbin, is you're somebody that I see really pressing in to the things that God has put in you, and you're allowing him to use those things to to put himself on display and, and really trusting him in that. So what advice would you have for anyone out there who may be struggling to recognize, number one, what has God put in me? Or even number two, I can see some things that are in me, but I don't know how to really honor God in those things. Do you have anything that you would say to those people to help them recognize and honor what God put in them? I would say the primary thing is take opportunities and get out of your comfort zone. For me, with music, uh, back, it's probably been like five or six years now, I had a friend from my church. He's the one who taught me how to play piano. He called my mom and he uh, felt led to give me piano lessons. He thought that that would be something I would really enjoy. And I had taken piano lessons before that when I was like five or six and I did not like them at all. And so I was kind of hesitant towards it. But at the same time, I was like, well, you know, I look at this guy as a friend, so it's not going to be a super strict anything like that. So I was like, might as well. I've got an opportunity, so I'll take it. And six years later, I'm here and I know how to play the piano. And because of that, I've also learned how to play guitar. And I'm working on saxophone, other various instruments, and I've created my own music. And it's turned into this whole thing that I would have never even thought to do had he not presented that opportunity and had the Lord not presented that opportunity to me. And so I guess it's about saying, this is an opportunity to do something with God. Why would I ever pass that up? Exactly. Yeah. 
And so to end this episode tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I, I hope you hear the heart in this young man who's following after Jesus and allowing the Lord to use him in ways that are not quote unquote conventional, but at the same time, he's making an impact on a lot of lives. And I'll tell you, we barely scratched the surface of everything that Colbin Griffith is doing with his life. He's way deeper than music and photography, I'll tell you that. But with those two things, he's allowing the Lord to reach through him and love people and reveal himself. And you know what? It's not always about trying to preach a message. Sometimes it's just being available, seeing what God has put in you as a gift and honoring that and saying, all right, Lord, this is an opportunity. I'm going to follow you in this. And I expect you to accomplish great things through it. So I hope you were encouraged tonight in hearing Colbin talk about his music and how he creates and what cool things the Lord can do just because somebody said, I recognize what you put in me and I'm going to put it to use. And I'll hope you do that too. This has been the Victorious Liberty Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin McSpadden. Please press into your gifts. Please let God use you because the world is waiting for you. And what you have, nobody else can bring it think about it. May God bless you, may God keep you, and may God cause his face to shine through you.